everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name's Josh, and I'm back. I'm no longer prohibited from being on a podcast. <laughs> He's back, haters. I'm back. Everyone, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed two weeks off, because <laughs> we're watching wrestling today. <laughs> uh, but with me is Joe. Hey, man. And Jimmy's band. He's, yeah, shadow band. <laughs> he doesn't even know. He, we're just we're just recording on a different day. Never told him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he's actually at home right now wondering what we're doing. He's like, oh, man, I wonder what everyone's doing tonight. We record <laughs> the podcast tomorrow. Gotcha, Jimmy. Uh, I listened to one of the podcasts that you guys did yeah. while I was away, but it was the, the, the first one. It was the second one. Oh, the, okay. You're the worst. Cool. So whatever trash you talked about me <laughs> on the first week I was gone, I didn't hear. Mm-hmm. Not yet, at least. Cool. Uh, but I, I, I was very proud. I was like very like my ears percolated when you guys were. You were like, "Let's talk trash about people's jobs." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last week. Let's just dunk on an occupation. Uh, uh, I edited out a lot of trashing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I was like, "You really got did, very toxic." <laughs> you guys really didn't trash too hard. I'll be honest. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. So that was good. Um. I actually turned it off, I think, before I found out how many points you all got. So I hope you still got zero. Oh, uh, yeah, there were points. So you're going to have to get a cycle back through that. Yeah, um, you know, like write them down for me. So with I Michelle. Know. Yeah, we didn't know. <laughs> with, with Michelle being there and with us being our own referees, she's a little bit lax on like, oh, yeah, let's just give that a point. And I'm just like, yeah, OK. Yeah, I'll take a half point for that. So. Oh, no. She just was giving you guys points. <laughs> yeah, a lot of weird points were given last week that. I don't feel like with with normal judging we would have given points for, but hey, I'll take it. Yeah, whatever. It's a weird season, right? Yeah, I feel like uh, we're all hurting for points, <laughs> and uh, I don't know if we're gonna get any tonight, but we're gonna do a really weird first and last. How one, so? One, I don't know. We've never done. It's like it's like a mix of a reality show and a TV drama mm. that we're doing tonight, right? I mean, it's real to me. She sure is still real to me damn it uh <laughs> well what joe as you take a drink what is first and last uh it's a tv p- i haven't done this in like two weeks yeah I, I, <laughs> I, I did i did notice that you guys did not do this last week um it's a tv pod uh but what we do is we take the first episode of a show and the last episode of the show and just review those um every week in an episode um we'll watch the first episode talk about what we've seen and then try to make predictions for the last episode. It usually doesn't pan out. Um, TV shows are surprisingly hard to predict. Um, especially if they get like weirdly canceled partway through, which a lot do. Yeah. And a lot should, a lot more should be canceled more like more towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then we watched the last episode and, um, see how we did and then kind of take it all in and see if we would watch that show and it's in it in its entirety um it's kind of a good way to watch a show without having to watch hours and pound hours on hours of tv that's right and i figured since jimmy was gone mm-hmm. and uh both me and you are uh wrestling fans of some sort mm-hmm. that to do a weird first and last we should do an old wrestling tv show Hey, and we're gonna try to try out WCW Monday Night Nitro or Monday Nitro, I guess. I don't know if it was strictly always on Monday nights. I think it was, and I think yeah, I'm looking at, I'm staring at the Wikipedia, and it says Monday Nitro, but I think for a while they did have the weird phrasing where they called it Monday Night Nitro. 
It's like it was WCW Monday Nitro Live, also known as WCW Nitro. Like, yeah. AKA, AKA, AKA. This is, yeah, I feel like this is fulfilling um, like a little bit of like wish fulfillment here where uh, there, there's part of me that just like wishes this was just a wrestling podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we could just talk about wrestling every week. Um, but now we get to do it in the context of first and last. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we can filter in. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, recording this on February 23rd, 2022. Mm-hmm. So, as of right now, if we have any, you know, real life wrestling uh, wants and needs. Wrestling and, takes. And wrestling takes on what's going on in actual wrestling these days. Yeah. Uh, we I'm sure we'll fit them in. Um, I, I think it's going to be Cody versus Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. <laughs> That meant something to like two listeners right now. <laughs> it meant something to me. There you go. I didn't. I I never even thought that you, he would you've been out of the country for a while. Do you know about this like Cody stuff going on? He left AEW. Yeah. And now everyone keeps saying he's going to WWE. Those are the rumors. Is that just a rumor though? It's not like I mean, until he shows up, it's not true. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Okay. I I know there was like uh, an elimination chamber and uh, for Blood Money in Saudi Arabia like <laughs> yeah. the week the day I came home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know what happened there either. I read about it. I'm very disinterested in Saudi shows. <laughs> yeah, uh, because you know they're bad to their people, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just nonsense that happens there. Like, who wants to watch Goldberg wrestle? Speaking of WCW, we might tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I mean, I want to watch WCW Goldberg wrestle for sure. Yeah, he was unstoppable. <laughs> uh, really quick though, this show Monday Nitro. Uh, went on from April fifth, nineteen ninety eight, I believe, to no. ninety five. Okay, ninety five. I I don't know why I said <laughs> I just said ninety eight. Okay, <laughs> I knew it was ninety five, uh, and then it went to March twenty sixth, two thousand one. Okay, uh, and so the fun fact about this very first episode, Joe, is mm-hmm. do you know where where it is? I, th- I it's in the Mall of America. It's in the Mall of America. I, yeah, I think I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, six years, six seasons, would you say? <laughs> yeah, I think it's technically seven seasons. We're going to watch it on the WWE section yeah. of Peacock tonight. I was wondering if it was on Peacock. It is on Peacock. So like, take a step back for like our non-wrestling fan listeners. Sorry about this, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> but thank you for, for giving it a shot and listening. Um, but you've probably heard of at least WCW, and if not, you've heard of WWF. WWF is now WWE and is like the world leader in wrestling, right? Um, and it's been kind of the the company for wrestling since, or the company for wrestling on TV since like the 80s and Hulk Hogan, right? Yep. Uh, but then in the 90s, uh, there's this other company started by um, Ted Turner. I think it was started by Ted Turner, but... Um, called WCW world championship wrestling. Um, and their whole thing was they were going to try to be a TV competitor, um, to WWF because they had Ted Turner money and they could like buy out the contracts of really big stars, um, and put it on TBS. Cause like having a TV contract is important, especially in those days when like wrestling wasn't, you know, necessarily something that you put on premium cable. Right. Um, but yeah, it was started as like, um, you know, we've got all this cash and let's see if we could take on WWF. Um, so that's the context around where Monday Nitro comes in. I don't necessarily know the history of 
did WCW start with Nitro, but um, Monday Nitro was meant to be the direct competitor of WWF's. Raw. Um, yeah, their flagship show at the time, which was Monday Night Raw. Was it Raw or was it Raw is War at this point? <laughs> I think at that point it's still Raw. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what this show is. It's their weekly wrestling show, their main wrestling show. That They would have their pay-per-views where they would do big matches and stuff, but this is their weekly show. Um, so, and it technically does have a first and last. It, yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it starts and, and I kind of know what happens in the last episode i think mm-hmm. you do as well i i yeah because i've kind of i don't think i've ever seen the first and last of of nitro but i've definitely read about them yeah. just to know what happened um which is even funnier too because then if you go to today's wrestling mm-hmm. there is wwe formerly wwf that mm-hmm. usurped and took but uh spoiler alert wcw does it's not ended. make it to 2022 <laughs> yeah. uh and so WWE's all of those things basically all at one, and they're the biggest wrestling company forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know they're like the banks; they're too big to fail. Yeah, um, basically. <laughs> but then there is a little for the past couple of years, three years now, AEW mm-hmm. All Elite Wrestling has now become essentially this WCW Nitro um, alternative yeah. on cable for which, this, which is kind of, yeah, it's been like the same idea where it's, it's again on TNT and TBS, those like Turner networks that WCW was on and it, it's total existence, um, uh, is because it's funded by a billionaire, except this time it's not Ted Turner. It's Tony Khan. Who's like the son of the guy who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So it's just like a rich guy's play thing, but like happens to be on TV also. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I mean, presumably at least it's seemingly depending on if you're an avid wrestling fan, mm-hmm. um, at least this new AEW thing is actually doing a pretty good job. It's, I mean, oh yeah, it has almost no chance of ever becoming as big as WWE just based on decades and of money, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know, but I, I mean, yeah, I think AEW is great. I have my doubts on if it's actually making money. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, but I, it's fantastic as a wrestling fan. Yeah. As a wrestling fan, I'll be honest currently I would rather watch anything AEW than WWE at this oh, point. For sure. Yeah. Uh, but then you just said Cody versus, uh, Seth Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. Uh, Messiah. And so now we even so, have some, you know, some insane stuff happening within the ranks of all mm-hmm. these other things where the guy is now moving back to the other side and potentially allegedly. Back. Yeah. Uh, but what, what's your relationship with WCW? So that's kind of funny actually, because, um, back when I was growing up, this is 95. So like mm-hmm. I was 10 mm-hmm. and I remember being like 13, 10, 12, 13 or something like that. And they would have like bash at the beach pay-per-view or some other, some pay-per-views like that. And one of our neighbors who is friends with my parents, he was just like, he would be like, well, I'm going to get the pay-per-view. So I'm going to watch it. So, and I was always like, Oh my God, can I go watch the pay-per-view? <laughs> so I remember going over to this guy's house, like with my, my parents, everyone, like uh, once in a like blue moon and mm-hmm. being like watching one of these pay-per-views. Then mm-hmm. we didn't really, we had cable off and on kind of thing. So wasn't watching wrestling on the regular, mm-hmm. but I was just like, whenever I could catch it, it was cool. So like whenever Goldberg was at his height, I'm sure we were watching that mm-hmm. and that's kind of it, you know, liked it when I could get a hold of it basically. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was, and this is kind of the story with me and a lot of sports is that I got into it through video games. Like I learned about football through playing Madden. Nice. Uh, and so I learned about wrestling. <laughs> wait, when... this video game's a real sport? <laughs> yeah. Wait, people play <laughs> this for real? Um, but I learned about wrestling through um, the N64 game, uh, WCW versus NWO World Tour. Hell yeah. Um, like I played that over winter once and then I was like, man, this like wrestling thing like seems pretty cool. I got to like find out when it is on TV. And then, yeah, I started watching um i I caught like a uh like a thursday night thunder was actually like the first like show i had watched um but then kind of caught on from there and yeah and i had started into wcw because that's where the video game was wcw so okay um that's why i got into that first as opposed to wwf we can agree that the nintendo 64 wrestling games were like some of the best wrestling games ever made right i mean not not some of i think probably the (laughs) yeah okay they just haven't come back to having as good a you know like fighting engine as those n64 games it's mind-boggling how they can't figure that out but it's wild yeah uh a lot of money to be made there right um interesting to think about wrestling especially if anybody that hasn't watched it because i'm sure we're going to see some of it today in either probably in the first one and whatnot but um wrestling is uh not fake it is predetermined <laughs> it's, it's real it's, it's, it's real <laughs> it's real uh, everything about it is real yeah um but i mean it's like one guy is just supposed to be a man uh in the ring and he may be fighting against someone who thinks they are literally like born from hell and are like the devil <laughs> could be a demon yeah. somebody thinks they're a pirate <laughs> mm-hmm. uh and another guy um is a barber who mm-hmm. for some reason is fighting in wrestling yeah, a lot of the wrestlers of this era are just occupations. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. There's a honky-tonk man some, at, <laughs> yeah. at some point. I don't know. Uh, uh, what do you think, I guess, before we get into this? It's 1995. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's WCW. Um, there's big names that people should know, like Hulk Hogan. And I don't know if he's going to be around here. Yeah. But, you know, there's big wrestling, Ultimate Warrior, that kind of stuff. Who do you think we're going to see in this i'm I, it, I it's a throw in the dark for me too because i can't quite you know i was 10 so. yeah i think um if i remember i like i think what happens and i'll just throw this out because i don't think it's like a massive spoiler or anything don't spoil it, this 20 yeah. this 30 year old wrestling <laughs> show for us but like we talked about how it's at mall of america yeah and i think what happens that they like synced up with this like big premiere of nitro is that they already had hulk hogan as like part of wcw and he was like on the show, um, but then at this first Nitro, I think they brought in Lex Luger, who was like a big star in uh, WWF. And in WWF, he was known as I think he was known as the narcissist. Okay, because he's got really big muscles. Yeah, he's like blonde and tanned and big muscles and oily. Um, that's picture that as Lex Luger. Yeah, we're gonna get a lot of like '80s beefcake <laughs> in this. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah so i think that's what happens on the first episode is like lex luger shows up and that's a lot of what's driving like the ratings war between wwf and wcw is like you're watching both shows to see like which big star shows up on which show and like who's gonna show up where Mm -hmm. um yeah Uh, because that's part of the show as much as like the storylines and the wrestling it's also just like 
you know, uh, you know, almost the, the show behind the show is just like the, the fight between Ted Turner and Vince McMahon of like, who's going to win the the ratings war. Yeah. This is the, this is the wrestling wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Instead of like a, the rock or a, like a Ronda Rousey now showing mm-hmm. up in WWE, it's going to be Lex Luger and Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, what's his name like roddy piper Mm -hmm. probably uh i don't know where these people land in this but that's my like i'm gonna be excited to see who we get who we get on this show do you think so if we're pretty sure that this is at the mall of america do you think we get like do you think we get some wrestlers on a roller coaster or something (laughs) i mean (laughs) like on the log flume (laughs) i I, I bet if anything because it's probably if anyone's actually been to the mall of america we're in minnesota so we've Mm -hmm. definitely been there (laughs) they have like that it's in one of those like big rotundas Mm -hmm. where like the whole like four-story mall can just like look down onto the ring yeah as well as like people around the ring Mm -hmm. so maybe there's going to be some sort of like rappelling into the ring or something like that. That could be, you cool. know, that could be a cool, dangerous thing that they would have done in the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I could see that. Um, was camp Snoopy immediately at the mall of America in its inception? Are we going to see some sort of a Snoopy character there for no reason so. besides money? I had been to camp Snoopy in and around 1996 or 97. Yeah. And it was Camp Snoopy at that time, so I would think so. So I could see some sort of when this started uh, peanuts character making mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> making for oh, some, man. their WCW debut. Just like like Lucy gets power bombed or something. <laughs> <laughs> Pig pen throws the rock bottom onto somebody. <laughs> there, I mean, like we're joking, but like people should know that like WCW. Um, again, because this is just like a billionaire's play thing would just do ridiculous shit like this. Like they didn't really know how to run a wrestling show. Um, they just knew that they wanted to make interesting TV. So there's a lot of just like crazy ideas that were tried out. Right. Well, I mean, I have been out of the country until Saturday when I got back, Mm -hmm. but I do know that on, you you said this, this back then was just a billionaire's play thing. (laughs) I do know that on Monday night raw this week, like Logan Paul is going to be the Mrs. uh, like tag team partner <laughs> yeah. against Ray Mysterio, who yeah. who just he probably wrestled in '95. Um, oh yeah, probably. Um, Ray against Ray Mysterio and his son Dominic <laughs> and so, his son. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's how old. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, um, I mean Logan Paul is a silly person on the level of Lucy from Peanuts. <laughs> yeah, it, less respected for sure. <laughs> yeah, you uh, know both solid heels yeah <laughs> she would, lucy she would also she would always take away the football it was really cruel of her yeah yeah she's a bad person <laughs> um should we just do it yeah so this this first episode is just like an it's an hour long yeah it's like 45 minutes on um on the peak on peacock okay so on tv it was probably an hour it's probably about an hour long yeah. i assume that they maybe wear up to an hour to two hours at some point. Yeah. Because like in their heyday, it was three hours of wrestling, which just sounds nuts. It's too much. It's yeah, too, much, too wrestling. much wrestling. It's too much wrestling. Uh, two hours is probably good. Yeah. But so I think this one's about 45 minutes, at least running time mm-hmm. uh, without commercials. So we're going to watch that. I don't, I'm not even going to look. It doesn't have, it's called, it's uh, a, <laughs> <laughs> it's, I don't think it's got a name. If it's got a name, I'll let you guys know when we get back. But we'll be back on the first episode of WCW Monday 
Nitro. And we're back. We're done with the first episode of WCW Monday Nitro, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Going to be a lot of good Macho Man and like maybe a Ric Flair impression. We'll see. Woo. <laughs> there it is. Um, We don't really have a write-up because, you know, why well, do a write-up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just wrote down the uh the events as they occurred yeah yeah and then we can go through each match any little side content and give it five stars mm-hmm. to one stars yeah i think just uh just an overall thought like i was just much more impressed with this episode of wrestling than i thought i would be like oh really just that there were some good matches or decent matches and like there was a lot of like shenanigans and a lot of like people showed up yeah, and there was uh yeah, there was some star power for yeah. sure. Mhm. At least for, you know, for wrestling, like if this is if you're a WWF fan tuning into this other company's show for the first time, like I think they they did pretty well. Right. And I mean, oddly enough, this is 95 and we're recording this on a Wednesday night and there was at least two people on this show that might be on a wrestling show. Yeah, today. literally today. <laughs> yeah, pretty wild. So, that's pretty, pretty wild. wild. Yeah. Uh, so the show started off. So yeah, it was in the Mall of America. Mm-hmm. First episode of Nitro ever. Yeah, which when it started, I was like, "Why is this at the Mall of America?" And that question gets answered later. <laughs> oh, it sure does. <laughs> um, and so, but it starts off with a uh, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Flying Brian Pillman, mm-hmm. uh, who's father of Brian Pillman Jr., who mm-hmm. is in AEW. Which in this match is just like, these are not necessarily like big names, but it's just like, we just want to put on a good wrestling match to start off the show, which I think is an interesting approach. Like, I think I was surprised that they didn't just start off with like a big... With the second match, basically? Yeah, just like start off some big names, like here's what you came to see. Yeah, I was pretty surprised that they didn't get that mega pop like right mm-hmm, away mm-hmm. but you know uh so in the end flying brian won with uh the most devastating move in all sports entertainment the roll up <laughs> yeah which is where the two guys just kind of roll around and uh, one guy ends up pinning the other yeah he didn't like punch him or anything just kind of rolled yeah. him up and tricked him into submission wasn't like yeah it wasn't like a finishing move it's just a uh yeah <laughs> just like i gotcha <laughs> it's like if you're wrestling with your brother and just like oh i pinned you gotcha <laughs> yeah but that's more realistic <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but yeah i mean they did it with these guys are like smaller they're not your uh they're not your leather skinned uh beefcakes yeah as i looked much. at at least one of them uh jushin thunder ligers five seven okay so they were because you were like these guys look smaller well i thought it was like the ref looks huge um, but if like if one guy's five seven, the other guy was probably like five eight, which yeah. makes the ref probably like six feet tall, <laughs> like a just a the size of a regular wrestler, basically. Yeah, sort yeah. Of. It's yeah. like if it's like if uh, like I'm about the size of Brian Pillman, and you're probably about the size of the ref. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so two of you wrestling again, and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm your referee. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I liked that. I guess I did like because they did that because then they uh, those two guys since they were literally they were, they were I guess maybe high flyers of the day. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. took some stuff out of the ring and did some jumps and, uh, some, yeah. and, and stuff like that. 
So to your point about them both being high flyers, I think that maybe their calculus was let's show how different the action is going to be. Yeah. Um, as opposed to other companies and show off like our young talent before. Cause like they, you know that um, Hogan's going to be there and sting. They probably already pre advertised it. So like they know that you'll stick around to watch for that. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to, I guess, uh, blow your load right away. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, you know, to put it eloquently. <laughs> uh, so what'd you think? First, uh, first match. Um, I would give it four stars, let's say, okay. um, because a lot of good action again, but I think just a kind of a, a kind of a, of a finish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to put it eloquently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I'd go three and a half stars. Okay. So I kind of think, it, uh, it was that, but yeah, that finish was, uh, it, you, you gotta do it uh, far and few between. And I guess this is the first show, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. just was kind of like, I don't believe it. That yeah, he, that he got that roll up. Yeah, it didn't stick to me. It it was a finish. There's at least that. There wasn't like, <laughs> like maybe the next match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so in between matches, really quick, we had a quick what I called a quick sting stinger, mm. which mm-hmm. was Sting, which just like, hey, I'm Sting, <laughs> WCW. Yeah, just like just hyping up a little bit before the commercial break yeah and that was it and then maybe the best segment of all night we got the hulk hogan at the pasta mania food food place yeah it's just a food stand at the mall it's not even it might be in the food court but it's just like a standalone pasta spot fast food pasta spot that hulk hogan is promoting um and i think that was the first location it was his very first restaurant ever. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's why this is at the Mall of America so that Hulk Hogan can um, promote his pasta shop. Well, and <laughs> I don't know when Labor Day was that year, but it must have been within the week mm-hmm. and it opened on Labor Day of 1995. Uh, so it's brand new. I mean, this is Monday Nitro, right? So it might have been that day. Oh, so September, because this is September 11th, 1995. So it's potentially that that was Labor Day and yeah. the day that that opened. Yeah, it could have been. So that's why it's in the Mall of America. See, that's, yeah, to push <laughs> to push this spot, this, um, you know, wrestling-themed Rocky Rococos. Which I think I think <laughs> it was open for, like, maybe a year or something mm-hmm. like that. It, it, it didn't do too well. It's, but it, uh, yeah. it, it did have Hulk Hogan-shaped pasta. That's interesting. Isn't it? I kind of picture that being like that's just rectangles, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> just little boxes. No, I was picturing like um, you know how you can get like mac and cheese boxes that are like shapes. Yeah, yeah. I was picturing like those kind of shapes, like little guys. Yeah, I was basically yeah, that's what guys. I was thinking. But I just like the idea of it just being like squares because they're just, just like a rectangle with an H on it or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just his like head with his like silky hair. Oh yeah, his weird pasta. Hair. He's got oh. weird hair. You can, all, I mean, everyone, even if you love Hulk Hogan, you can, you can admit he's got weird hair. I wonder if that was fake or something. You can see his uh, like brown roots coming in mm-hmm. around the top bald head he had. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stop looking at it. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> so, so then after that, we go to our second match, which mm-hmm. is Ric Flair, the dirtiest player in the game, mm-hmm. versus Sting. Yeah, the icon. The icon Sting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's the icon yet. I think th- they may have referred to him as like the man called Sting. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
What yeah. a what a tagline. But yeah, like these guys are like these guys are at the peak of their like stardom. Yeah, maybe pretty not much. the peak, but like they they were huge in the nineties. Well, they were mega huge. I mean, Ric Flair already looks kind of old. Yeah, mm-hmm. in this, so he must be st- still huge, basically. But mm-hmm. he was probably mm-hmm. slightly bigger a couple years before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but right when this one, a lot of like interest, <clears throat> like things kind of happened outside of the ring, but nothing like really happened. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like uh, Lex Luger showed up on the ramp right at the beginning and just yeah. kind of like looked at them he's in street clothes and this is again a guy from wwf and the the announcers are like what is he doing here how what is he doing you shouldn't be in my area (laughs) like i guess it's a mall so anybody can walk in (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think he said well it's a public mall so he's allowed to be here but he was like in the walkway where the wrestlers would come in he just yeah he walked in the walkway stood there with his like hands on his hips and then uh and then eventually just walked away yeah (laughs) That's it. Uh, and then sometime mid-match, mm-hmm. uh, the enforcer, Arn Anderson, came out mm-hmm. and also just kind of watched the match a little bit. Yeah. He's just on the outside. He doesn't jump in to like interfere or something. He's just kind of walking around the outside. Yeah. Uh, looking mean. Sting did kind of like look at him and get like a little distracted for a minute. Because mm-hmm. if there's one Achilles heel that almost every single wrestler has, it's that if anything happens, music plays... Or another person <laughs> walks out, they have to pay. You have to all of their attention towards. Look at it. it, yeah. Even though you're fighting a guy, you have to look. Yeah. See what's going. You on. have to assume that the guy will just let you do that, <laughs> which literally they never do. Yeah. A what? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> um. And so I wrote ambiguous ending. Okay. Joe. Yeah. Uh. Can you explain to me what happened? Um. It was. I mean, it was unclear. <laughs> it's <laughs> ambiguous. Um. So. Uh, Sting and Ric Flair have this a pretty good match, I would say, um, up until the end. Like, uh, Sting is a like muscle bound, um, like short cropped blonde hair, and he's got like face paint for some reason. Like, he just looks like a comic book superhero, and he's in his colorful face paint mode. Yeah, these yeah, days, and, he's, yeah. and he's wearing like bright pink pants. Mm-hmm. Like, he just looks like yeah, straight out of a comic book. And then Ric Flair is a guy who like looks like kind of a fancy boy. He's kind of got like a little like, you know, side part haircut. Um and and he's playing like the heel, the the bad guy of just like he's trying to be kind of weaselly. He doesn't really want to fight. He's always like begging Sting to stop. Um he also does, you know, he, like pokes him in the eyes, that kind of thing. Dirty player. Um while Sting is just like throwing him around the ring, which like the crowd is just eating up. They love to see people beat the shit out of Ric Flair. And Ric Flair makes it look great. <laughs> <laughs> he literally looks like he's like getting the shit beat out of him. It's it's fantastic. He sells. So this goes on and the crowd is loving it and then What's confusing at the end is Ric Flair gets his like finishing move submission hold on Sting and Sting is able to like turn the tide and reverse the pressure um and but then Ric Flair grabs the ropes which is supposed to be like illegal and cause a break. Yeah, it's supposed to cause a break between the two fighters, but it's confusing because Ric Flair is actually keeping the hold. So then the ref calls for the bell. That's kind of just like a disqualification, but there is no real winner because But they didn't say like they never even said like oh Ric Flair got disqualified yeah. or anything they just mm-hmm. kind of rang the bell yeah they just kind of rang the bell and the ref is waving his arms um and then yeah it, and that's probably why they, maybe that's why they didn't ever go back to what happened mm-hmm. because then macho man randy savage well no 
Scott Norton came out first, right? Who? No, no, no. It was Arn Anderson. Oh, okay. God, there's so many people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Arn Anderson, who is like lurking outside the ring, um, after the bell rings, he comes in and starts beating up Ric Flair. I guess they have some history. And who wouldn't want to beat up Ric Flair? Yeah, and like to uh, Arn Anderson is this guy who just like looks like a he just looks like your dad. I don't even know who you are, but like he just looks like he looks like your dad. He looks like your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's this guy. He's like he's balding. He's kind of thick, uh, and he like rips off his shirt, and he's just got like a big like the hairy chest yeah, <laughs> like he, he just he, he literally probably just only had kids to try to acquire dad's strength and <laughs> yeah. that's the only reason he does good yeah, yeah like rick flair looks like a like a huge star celebrity sting looks like a comic book character and then here is just like a mall dad <laughs> just coming in to like kick some ass yeah who's just ready to fight yeah so he's fighting rick flair for some reason um and then rick flair like runs away but then arn anderson like starts to like look at sting like he wants to beat him up too which is confusing uh and then scott norton comes in who again is another guy i think also from wwf yeah he wasn't familiar to me at all um and he starts yelling at people and then the macho man randy savage comes in who and like everybody knows who this guy is because like nobody looks like well because everybody loves slim jims (laughs) yeah yeah everybody loves slim jims and uh, nobody quite looks like or sounds like the Macho Man Randy Savage. No, they don't, brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and so now Macho Man and Scott Norton are yelling at each other. Two guys who weren't in the match at all. <laughs> right. Um, well, that's why I was confused because I feel like I blinked and then he was like, you want to go now? Let's yeah. go now. Let's fight now. This all turned very fast. Yeah. And um, then they jumped into the ring and then it like went. To, they were like, nah, 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 not tonight. Yeah, they they went to commercial. And uh, (laughs) I I did note that that match was made official for the next week's uh, Monday Night Nitro. Yeah, so that's kind of the lead into the next episode. Like, you want to see these two guys fight? Like, tune in next week. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that was that. And then, so right after that match, uh, congratulations to Mike Hill from Alabama for winning a Harley, apparently. Ooh. So that happened. I love that that stuff's just like still here in like the Peacock version of this show. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Mike Mike Hill won a, Har- <laughs> won a Harley from, from WCW. Yeah, eternally there. Uh, and then after that, they kind of had like a, a new athlete like introduction. Yeah. Like Wait, did vignette. we rate that? that oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, I was going to give it, I think... You know, I was 3.75. Okay. I, yeah. See, I, um, like when we started talking about it, I was like, this match is like a fucking five or something. <laughs> but then now that I'm thinking about it and all this confusion at the end, I, maybe I just settled back to a four again, like the first match. Like, again, it's your huge stars and it's just great to see like someone just toss around rick flair yeah it would easily have gone to a four not even because of the shenanigans at the end Mm -hmm. but just if they would have just said what happened yeah yeah if they would have just just... literally tell me who got disqualified or who won yeah it's part of the it's part of wrestling shenanigans happen yeah the matches don't have clean endings which Um, yeah just explain to me what happened yeah something was off i think just like in the timing or something where it didn't quite work out like they 
had maybe planned in the beginning. <laughs> right, yeah. So with that, I'm deducting 0.25 points and okay. uh, going with 3.75. Yeah. I'm sticking with a four. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then after Mike Hill wins a Harley, they have a new athlete introduction, and this guy's name is Mr. Wall Street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he just get, cuts a promo about how, like, people are lazy and stuff and, like, people like him are better. He's He's essentially just, like, doing a classic villain promo of like i've got money and i'm gonna beat people up yeah and i'm better than you he's for some reason wearing a suit um with like on the lapel is like a bedazzled dollar sign <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that's what rich people look like <laughs> well and you can call me stupid uh or whatever but i know there is a man who was called like the million dollar man or whatever yeah yeah ted DiBiase. yeah ted DiBi- and i was like i don't think that's ted yeah, DiBiase. Yeah. <laughs> but like it's not why the is kinda. there another guy with like mo- like why is there another money themed man yeah not yeah just like knock off Ted DiBiase. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so whatever. I'm going to give that uh, new athlete intro one star. <laughs> yeah, not not really interested to see that guy. Yeah, didn't yeah. don't care about where what uh what happened with Mr. Wall Street's career. <laughs> uh, and then we're going to get to the main event, mm-hmm. which is uh Big Bubba Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, for any WWE WF fans, he would later become known as the Big Boss Man. Yep, which I'm sure is where his he actually gained some <laughs> yeah, repute. Uh, but versus the WCW World Heavyweight Champion Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. It was a non-title defense, but it was it was uh, just a want to want to give credit for some title holders. Yeah. I, I want to like shine a spotlight on the uh, the intros here because uh, Bubba Rogers comes out first, of course, because he's because he's a challenger. But he's just like a dude wearing a suit and suspenders <laughs> and suspenders and like. Like, I don't think he even has music and he just sort of walks out and the crowd's just booing him because he just is a, he's not Hulk Hogan, essentially. <laughs> right, right. And just, uh, God, just imagine like the beauty of any form of other sports, something like if you were watching boxing and some guy came with his like, like he was just like, oh, I was just at the farm. So I'm wearing my overalls. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Just, you know, this is my after school hobby or like my after work hobby. Yeah. But I'm good at fighting. So I just come with what I'm wearing. Yeah. And this guy just was wearing, I don't know. He was making a bank deposit. Or... I don't, yeah. I don't even know what his gimmick was. He wasn't like Mr. Wall Street or anything. He's just like. And his name was Big Bubba Rogers. And that doesn't scream wearing a suit to me either. Yeah. So he's just like, he's just a middle manager that happens to be big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you know i mean hey don't don't judge me because my name is bubba i can still let you <laughs> yeah You're like hey man why don't you wrestle and he's like okay yeah i'm big i'm good at wrestling they just found him at like the jc penny shortly before this and they're like hey man there's a wrestling show going on you want to join it no he was at the flag store that was behind the ring all night long <laughs> yeah alamo flags yeah just the flag shop the mall of america i guess if you're gonna have that many stores at your mall one of them's got to be a flag shop. Well, one of the other stores that we I saw very that like Lex Luger came out of, I feel like <laughs> was like like World Train Shop or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. He's just looking at some trains. Yeah, just looking at the trains. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I wish they did more stuff in the mall other than just like the pasta shop. <laughs> the pasta mania. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I would go to Pasta Mania if it was still open. I, I would love it. Uh, but so then they um. They wrestled and Hulk Hogan won with a big boot into a leg drop and yeah. then pinned him one, two, three. Yeah. 
which is um and i should just i think the only thing to say about this match is that the crowd fucking loves hulk hogan it's insane they they just fucking eat him up um and and granted he does you know he has the whole gimmick he's wearing all the bright yellow he's got like a sidekick with him who's wearing like a like spray painted (laughs) suit that kind of looks like the american flag right like he's just like it's like if you love him, if you love America, you have to love Hulk Hogan. And he panders <laughs> to the crowd as much as humanly possible. Yeah, but it's weird. It's like he does play to the crowd, but there's there's parts where he like cheated, and people are still just like, "Get him, Hulk!" <laughs> like he like takes his sidekick's like suit jacket and like wraps it around the guy's head so he can't see, and then he's just like punching him in the head while while Jimmy Hart, <laughs> his sidekick, is like distracting, uh, distracting the, the ref. ref. Yeah. yeah, and people are just cheering him on, just like, "Get him!" And they're like, "Murder him!" Yeah. <laughs> This guy looks my he looks like my boss. <laughs> Just punch him. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> yeah. It it's wild. Um but yeah, overall I would say not a very exciting match, especially compared to the last two. It's uh I mean, yeah, it seemed like there was a lot of like someone would hit somebody and then th- that person would wobble mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. There was a lot of wobbling. They yeah. are big dudes, so if you like seeing big sweaty dudes slap each other like, hey, yeah, if you, it. especially if you like, uh, you favor either a really large man for some reason in a suit wrestling, or <laughs> yeah. another large man with like hot dog leathery style. <laughs> like, how does your skin get like that? It's just it like folds like it's weird. It looks it looks like you put a hot dog in the microwave. Like what? How does it happen? And then threw it in the hot Central American oh, yeah. sun, <laughs> and then forgot about it. Yeah. And you're just like, oh yeah, this hot dog. <laughs> and then it grew up to become Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> like, is it roids? Is it just tanning? Or like, what? How does your skin become like that? I could. It's. It's. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no idea. I'm sure he doesn't drink water. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He takes his vitamins, says his prayers, but doesn't drink water. <laughs> that's his. That's his gimmick. <laughs> uh. So what do you? What do you? given that match uh i would give that match a two stars i think two um like it wasn't a complete insult to wrestling maybe that's a one star but just two for like this is boring it's it's just like kick punch um pokey in the eyes um yeah yeah it was very basic um i'm gonna give it a 2.5 i'm gonna just give them a little bit just based on just the like Anybody at that crowd would have said, this is a five-star match, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, hell yeah. So uh, I'm already doing them a disservice by giving it a (laughs) 2.5, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, this is the greatest thing they'd ever seen in the Mall of America. (laughs) And never, ever since. (laughs) There was a great line. um, Bobby Heenan, one of the announcers, said something about the crowd. He said, like, oh, yeah, these people out here, they love summer. They love all three days of it. (laughs) (laughs) And we do, by yeah, the way. We, we love it here. In yeah, Minnesota. we fucking love three days of summer. <laughs> it's nice and warm, and yeah. Um, and then so after that match, the the kind of the last thing that happened was uh, oh, like I think they were called like the Dungeon of Doom or something. Like yeah, that. is that? I think yeah, thank you, right? Dungeon of Doom. Yeah, something like that. So a bunch of people came out to just like fight Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and he was fighting them off. And then Lex Luger from earlier mm-hmm. ran out and helped Hulk Hogan beat those people away. Mm-hmm. But then they backed up into each other mm-hmm. and bumped into each other. And then they turned around like, oh, you're in my ring. I never saw you this whole time. <laughs> what are you doing oh, here? Gosh. And so then they <laughs> almost fought. But then also for no reason that me and you were both trying to figure out, <laughs> Sting and Macho Man ran out. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't even I didn't like what Sting was kind of like holding Lex Luger back. Yeah, they were like kind, and, kind of trying to keep the peace, but they're yeah. also just like they're also like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> yeah, I, I think it, it, it was only based because like get all the stars in the ring. That's the only reason I can imagine they were there. You could tell that like maybe they scripted stuff for Hulk and for Lex Luger, but like Sting and Macho Man, they definitely just told them just go out there and just feel it. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, just do what's right. Because there, there were points where Macho Man's reacting and he's just sort of like giving a thumbs up. <laughs> it's just like they definitely didn't tell him like give a thumbs up. He's just sort of like, yeah. It, and it's funny to see you can't hear him, but <laughs> Macho Man is like talking and it seems like he's just talking like a normal human yeah, to just them. Normal voice. <laughs> and it's like, Macho Man doesn't have a normal voice. That's not, <laughs> yeah. He always speaks really emphatically uh the the large and small of that whole scenario is that they decided that was this next week too next week yeah. next week that lex luger is going to get a, t- a chance to win the wcw world championship off of hulk hogan in yeah. a match on next monday nitro yeah very convoluted promo that they spoke at each other but it was essentially like I'm Lex Luger's like I'm here and I want to fight the best and Hulk Hogan's like I am the best fight me yeah it, I mean it was yeah he was like oh you, all you got to do to fight me is shake my hand and then we'll fight <laughs> yeah he's like okay. weird, weird way to put it yeah it was, so <laughs> and then that was the end and they were like thanks for watching see you yeah. next week credits roll credits roll <laughs> so um I mean all the big stars that I kind of thought existed back then were, mm-hmm. were basically there mm-hmm Got some new new blood. Uh, Could have went without Mr. Wall Street, but besides that, it was <laughs> hey, worth a know, shot. Pretty solid, right? Guy, yeah, I, yeah. I, like I said at the beginning, like I think a pretty good showcase of who they've got, what you can kind of expect week to week. Maybe it's not in a mall every week, but and it's then, in Miami next week. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Probably. mall, the Miami mall. No, <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah. know where it is. Um, and yeah, and then they did have tie-ins to like come back next week and see this match see this match yeah um and there's nah two well there's two matches one title match though mm-hmm. and then one macho man and we never saw macho man in action tonight true so. yeah he, so that's he's a good another big name yeah and that's a good reason to come back um so yeah as far as a pilot for like for this type of show that's going to be week to week um i think it was pretty good yeah, I think they did a good job. Um, as a, even as just like a wrestling show, I think also pretty good. Like two decent matches, two decent matches, one kind of of a bummer of a match, um, and then some interesting shenanigans in between. But there was also like a solid amount of wrestling in it with vignettes in between, mm-hmm. which uh, I mean, you'll I'll be honest. I bet if you watch like <laughs> Monday Night Raw, oh yeah, <laughs> like you will probably have less wrestling. Yes, which is it. wild. Yeah. In that, like, because Monday Night Raw right now is a three-hour show. <laughs> right. And there's less wrestling in that than there was. Almost for was. sure. <laughs> I would I would bet on that. Oh, my God. Uh, should we do what we think are predictions for the final Nitro that yes. was on March 26, 2001? I, yeah, I'm ready. Which I, I should say that I, um, I have read a good amount about um, the end of WCW. Um, so I've never seen this last show, but I was aware of some of the big name matches. So I kind of avoided those things. Okay. I don't know what matches there are. Okay. I just know of the other thing that happens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm 
I'm sure you know about it too, but I'm just yeah. being ambiguous until we get to it. So in case yeah, someone's yeah. actually watching this with us, mm-hmm. that they're not like, oh, you just told me like the crazy thing. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll address it. Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, so uh, my predictions are like, yeah, a little bit uh, ambiguous, per- but they're, they're very clear what will happen. Mm-hmm. So number one is I think we get some tables. Okay. And I think someone, and but by that I mean someone's going through a table. Someone's getting put through a table. Yeah. That's a good one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to get some tables. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, it's two thousand one. Wrestling has made a lot of uh, advancements in twenty one years since then. Mm-hmm. So I believe they we get some sort of sexist women's match. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that too. So like an evening <laughs> gown match or a whatever. Like yeah. They just did dumb shit like Some that. Some problematic women's match. Yeah, something that doesn't need to be ever done <laughs> ever again. So I assume that's happening. Okay. Um, I think there is a title change. Okay. I mean, I, I, there's got to be a title change, right? It's the last show. You got to go big. Yeah. Um, And number four, uh, I think we just get some blood. Okay. There was a... I was actually kind of surprised that we no one bladed in this first episode because <laughs> that was pretty prevalent back then. So, yeah. 2001, we're getting blood. There will be blood. Um, so I've got that there will be a clip show. I think that even a wrestling show <laughs> Let's is look back. Yeah, I think even a wrestling show is not immune from doing a clip show. Okay. Um, I think that Sting is still there, and I think that Sting cries. Oh, because he's kind of the, you know, the flagship of WCW. So I think he cries. Um, I think because the company is ending and they've got some money to blow. I think the show ends with a big display of fireworks. I think there's just like a ton of pyro that they have stocked up that they just need to spend. Man, I hope that's true. And then I also hope that jets fly overhead. <laughs> yeah, it's just I hope it's obnoxious. Um, and then my last one, uh, this is. 21 years ago yep um i think that we see at least five wrestlers who are now deceased (laughs) oh no (laughs) Uh, well you're gonna have to count because yeah i might have to be doing a lot of like wikipedia searching i mean i'll probably go like is that one dead (laughs) yeah is is he he (laughs) because like scott norton could be dead and i wouldn't know that no way to know no there's no way to tell Yeah, (laughs) yeah exactly uh okay wow that's morbid joe <laughs> yeah we'll keep an eye out yeah we'll find out okay we're gonna watch the final episode of monday nitro uh it happened on march 26 2001 and we'll be back after that all right we're back from the last episode of wcw monday nitro Entitled The Wedding. (laughs) (laughs) The Wedding and uh, We Sold Our House. (laughs) The kids are going to college. Uh, What's your just uh, initial thoughts before we kind of roll through the proceedings? I mean, it's it's an ending unlike any TV show (laughs) has ended ever before. I mean, well, we'll do the rundown, but I think it, it makes sense to like give the general gist of it is that it's um it's the finale of nitro because wcw itself as a company was just bought by vince mcmahon the owner of the wwf their direct competitor yeah um so there's at this point there's a bunch of uncertainty about what's going to happen with the company or even like the people who work there do they have jobs or whatnot but at least they know at this point that like this is 
um, the last Monday night show that they're going to run. Um, and so it's just like a wild combination of like the show is ending. So they're doing like a send off of like the main characters, but it's also just like, there's the real life aspect of the person who's buying the company is like on the show itself, talking about how he bought up the company and he's shutting it down. (laughs) He's just like making fun of it all night long too. Yeah. And like, you know that, I mean, everyone knows that like wrestling is like scripted, but like this part of it about, this guy buying the company is very real. <laughs> right. and so like you as a viewer, you're still kind of wondering like what is happening here and like what this show that I liked and watched week to week, is it still going to go on in some sense? This is a good example. Like this whole episode is just like a good example of how like wrestling does a weird way of blending the fake and the real. Yeah. Like uh-huh. in, in obviously so many different aspects, but especially yeah. like it's storytelling mm-hmm. and how people can be like so weirdly invested yeah in this stuff and it's like because uh, this is like some of this is real and some of this is fake mm-hmm. but it's so blurry yeah. so yeah so we'll go through it but it's like the gist of it is it's the last night of wcw so they're putting in like a bunch of matches with all their champions um and also vince mcmahon um, is on like WCW TV, like doing vignettes with him backstage talking about how he bought the company. Yeah. And that's like a through line through the entire show until the, the grand finale at the end. Yeah. And that finale part was way longer than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It's pretty it's crazy. Kind of, I've heard someone describe wrestling um, or at least like the wrestling on TV as like, it's kind of like the Muppet show in that <laughs> like, it's not, a wrestling show it's a show about people putting on a wrestling show yeah so like there's matches and stuff but you also like the camera just happens to be backstage while people are doing stuff to try to make the show happen right which happens a lot in the muppet show it's like a variety show they're putting on but it's like you get sketches with kermit backstage trying to find the chickens or whatever (laughs) right it's got like yeah there's so many weird different you're you're uh it's like first person. It's, it's, I think it maybe is, is wrestling shot in second person. Is this what second person is? <laughs> it could be. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, the night started off mm-hmm. with Ric Flair coming out. Yeah. The dirtiest player in the game. Yeah. Who wrestled a match in the first episode. Yep. Um, champ basically praising, uh, WCW and saying everyone that works there and wrestles there is like the greatest and it'll always be better than, WWF and Vince McMahon mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then he ends it with laying down the challenge of wrestling Sting one last time because mm-hmm. they started this and they're going to finish it. Mm-hmm. So they sort of seem to just be forgetting that they were not the first uh, <laughs> wrestling match on the first one. Yeah, they were the second match. They were the second <laughs> match, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, very, very passionate Ric Flair screaming for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, then we go to commercials. Yeah. Uh, cause there's commercials built in this for some reason, mm-hmm. like old nineties. I mean, they're basically nineties commercials. Early yeah. 2000s. A lot of commercials for like AOL. Uh, well <laughs> the, these commercials, there was three in this one, but I forget what the middle one was, but it was slim Jim uh-huh. and AOL mm-hmm. were the, were the two plus one other one. I can't remember. Yeah. AOL version 6.0. Never yeah. a better time to download. Really big guys <laughs> get your aol disc in your box of cracker jacks or whatever wherever they came probably at a local subway um and then so after that commercials there was a u.s title versus the wcw world heavyweight title 
uh, championship. It was a title versus title, winner takes all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Booker T was the U.S. heavyweight title mm-hmm. guy, and Scott Steiner, a.k.a. Big Papa Pump, mm-hmm. was the WCW heavyweight champion. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know who those people are, essentially uh, Booker T um, is a, a cool Jack Black guy. Former member also of the tag team Harlem Heat. Yes. Very cool. Very like smooth moving in the ring. Does a lot of cool kicks. Yeah. He's um, a, a hep cat for sure. He's great, jive. He's awesome. <laughs> great theme music. Um, Pretty much everything about Booker T is cool. Yeah. Right? And then Big Papa Pump is a grossly <laughs> jacked dude with like platinum blonde hair. <laughs> and a really gross goatee too. Yeah. He's like Guy Fieri in like jacked wrestler form. Oh God. Yeah. Imagine if like <laughs> Guy Fieri like looked jacked as hell, but also looked plastic at the same yeah, time. Like too jacked. Like his muscles are weirdly shaped. Like not okay jacked. Yeah. Like, you know, obviously you had the prediction of people who were dead and I immediately was like, Scott <laughs> Steiner's dead, right? And somehow he lives. Yeah. Somehow. So, wow. So, yeah, that match happened. Mm-hmm. And uh, Booker T won by, I believe, you, uh, with the book end. Yeah. His finisher now is called the book end. Which is just the rock bottom. It's the rock bottom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At and some the- point, someone must have told him, like, hey, like, you, you got to do a rock bottom. <laughs> that, that's working with the kids nowadays. Because the rock does exist in 2001. Yeah, yeah. It does the rock bottom. <laughs> it's the same move. It's the exact same move. Uh, so, yeah, he won. What did you think about that one? Um, it was fine. Uh, it's, uh, you know, two solid workers and, like, uh, you know, a lot of um, cool power moves, like, these guys um, are obviously just like just big jacked heavyweights um, different from a lot of the other stuff we saw in like the more cruiserweight matches throughout the night um, and even from the first matches we saw in the first episode. Yeah. With that is they were like kind of the big boys mm-hmm. uh, and it was nice to see like even in just six years, like how much quicker a big boy match can move. Mm-hmm. Whereas mm-hmm. like, you know hogan and bubba big oh, yeah. bubba big boy business <laughs> exactly. band uh-huh. was like th- so slow mm-hmm. so i changed for the better I yeah think. And, and the right person won having booker t win like he was the crowd loved booker t how could you not yeah <laughs> man the man the man is charisma <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much uh i'm gonna go first night first of the night um pretty solid uh, I want room to grow mm-hmm. as well, but I was happy with the the pace and the size of my men. Yeah. Uh, three, three and a half stars. Okay. I would say like a solid four. Okay. Sweet. Uh, next, right after that, we had another commercial for 1-800-COLLECT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, people worried about calling people from far away. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was alive. I obviously called people, but like... <laughs> Yeah, you would go to a payphone and dial 1-800-COLLECT. Yeah, so you could call somebody. Mm-hmm. You think that still exists if we dialed 1-800-COLLECT? I don't know. I'm worried it's... I'm worried that somehow like standard rates don't apply for that, and all of a sudden <laughs> yeah. I have a $300 cell phone somehow, bill. Yeah, it somehow comes back to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, after that commercial, we had our very first Vince McMahon vignette, and he was just like dissing WCW on the phone. Mm-hmm. He's just talking like, about how he just bought this trash company. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so cool. I bought a bunch of trash for a billion dollars. And again, this is like being aired on WCW TV. Yeah. Like 
it's not like you're flipping channels between like this is what you're seeing on WCW. Yeah. <laughs> um then after that was a uh cruiserweight tag team qualifying match. A mm-hmm. triple threat mm-hmm. tag team qualifying match. It was the teams of three count, which is like a boy band themed one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh <laughs> the young dragons. Yeah. Who uh, were just two Asian dudes? Two, yeah, <laughs> they've probably like never met before, <laughs> and like are probably differing nationalities. And they're just like Asian guys. Let's put them together. <laughs> they, yeah, they didn't even get like a entrance thing. They were just in the ring yeah. already. Just two Asian guys. We'll call them dragons. That'll yeah. be it. <laughs> and spell young uh, J U N G. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, oh, wrestling. <laughs> and then <laughs> right, just playfully racist all the time. <laughs> Um, and then the third team was the Filthy Animals, mm-hmm. but that was comprised of Billy Kidman and Ray Mysterio Jr. Yeah, a maskless, maskless mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio Jr. Yeah, which just, is weird. Just two superstar high flyer dudes. Yeah, like you had to know that these guys were winning this triple threat, <laughs> right? There's like no way. Um, but I mean, all of those six guys are high flying dudes, and it's. Uh, it was unique for a tag team match in that it's three teams and they had three guys in the match at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, most tag team matches that you see are somewhat slow and methodical to start and then it kind of picks up and then there's a bunch of like back and forth two guy on two guy action. Uh, whereas this was pretty much just fire from the start. Yeah, it was three to usually five people fighting at the same time. Yeah, yeah, just like flying through the air. <laughs> yeah, this match was great. Yeah. Um, Four and a half stars. I, I was going to say, I think this is my favorite match <laughs> of the night. I, I, I'll give it a full five. Oh! Like, <laughs> I don't think I can find... Like, Ray Mysterio, like, again, he's a, a former luchador, like, where he would, like, wear a mask, and now he's maskless, but he somehow... He's got like rubber horns like on his forehead. Yeah, he's got little devil horns, like black devil horns. Yeah. Which I feel like just adds to the danger somehow. Yeah. And they didn't fall. So they were on there. Yeah. However, he had them fastened to his face. I, yeah, I don't know. Because he's like sweating. Yeah. They weren't moving. And it's not <laughs> like he's he's literally flipping all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty great. <laughs> uh, after that, we had another quick Vince McMahon vignette. But this time... <laughs> After he was done dissing WCW on the phone, Trish Stratus came in mm-hmm. and then they like made out because <laughs> he she's like his concubine or something. something Am like I that. using that term correctly? Yeah, I think. <laughs> if uh, not, that's the way to use it now. <laughs> okay. She's definitely, he's definitely some sort of a, uh, she is a, a, a young wrestling lady is making out with a gross old dude mm-hmm. and that's some weird power fantasy that we're seeing <laughs> fake or not yeah fake or not that's a weird uh, power playing fantasy. that line yeah um after that there was a cruiserweight title match from uh with chavo guerrero versus sugar shane helms mm-hmm. and i don't remember how it ended but because i didn't write it down but shane helms uh was the uh defending champion and he won and retained yeah pretty not memorable um no not really and uh, i mean again we're watching the first and last so we don't have a lot of context but didn't really get a whole lot from either of these dudes in terms of like what their character is i mean i as a wrestling fan i've like seen chavo guerrero before um but yeah they both just kind of came out um and wrestled 
and that was it. Wrestled <laughs> just fine. Yeah, and then I don't, left. I don't even know if either of them were a face or a heel. Good guy, bad guy. It was just like two guys wrestling. It's it, over. It was two vanilla slabs rolling around on a ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh, two two stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd give it a two. Okay. Uh, right, right after that was a tag team title match. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, Team Canada, which is Lance Storm and C- serial killer Mike Austin. What was his name? It was the Canadian Killer. Canadian Killer Canadian Mike Austin. Killer, Mike Mike Awesome. Awesome. Oh, yeah. I wrote Austin. I didn't even write <laughs> Mike Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mike Awesome. And then they were versing the defending champions of Palam Palamo, Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo and Sean O'Hare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the defending champions, Palumbo and O'Hare, retained. Yeah. I think the only notable thing about this match was that they, um, the two Canadians came out and just like cut a heel promo before they started yeah. just dissing the crowd. Um, and then and talking about how like Canada's great. Didn't they like they started to play the Canadian national uh, anthem? I mean, they too. probably played the whole thing there, but <laughs> we probably just got cut off from commercials yeah, like yeah. watching it. Um so that at least gave you some background on who these characters are. I was actually surprised. I I kind of assumed that uh, Team Canada was going to win. Mm-hmm. They seemed like the stronger like uh, personality mm-hmm. in that. So and probably even better wrestlers. Um, and then right at the end, the Palumbo O'Hare team did some wild trickery moves and they were kind of fun mm-hmm. and that's how they won. So yeah, it was fine. It was fine. I mean, it was better than the last one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a three stars. Yeah. I would give it a solid three. Yeah. Decent. Decent. I should note um, there are a lot of matches in this show and um, it's not very typical for a wrestling show but it seemed like they just wanted to give everybody in the locker room maybe not everybody but like all their stars all their stars like one last go in the ring so the matches were pretty short as far as typical wrestling matches go Um, and yeah and that's why it's just sort of like yeah we'll just we'll just send Chavo Guerrero out there and he'll wrestle and it'll be great yeah (laughs) Yeah, um, but still a um, pretty solid amount of wrestling, which mm-hmm. I, I it was good. And all of it was like at least pretty decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, besides at least one coming up. <laughs> <laughs> I, besides, I would consider it the next match. No, wait. Yeah, the next match was terrible. But before <laughs> that, Vince McMahon and Trish Status were potentially, I think, just gotten finished necking. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Cole came in, mm-hmm. uh, ring announcer now, Michael Cole. <laughs> Uh, was just interviewed Vince McMahon basically about the deal. Mm-hmm. And then Vince McMahon like threatened his job. <laughs> so that yeah. was, that was kind of that. Just reminding you that Vince McMahon is here. Just FYI, yeah. if you like five minutes ago before the last match, but he's still <laughs> here. Um, and then next was a tattoo match. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. Against Sean <clears throat> Stasiak. Uh, and if he lost, he had to get a tattoo, um, and he was versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Mm-hmm. And also, Sean Stasiak had uh, Stacy Keebler as like you would con- you would technically call it his manager, but mm-hmm. it was just like the hot lady. Yeah, <laughs> that lady walked around with him. With- Yep. That was what her role was at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't ever got a sexist women's match, but I definitely got a sexist portrayal of a woman <laughs> yeah. that they do not, you know, <laughs> don't do much of that these days. 
because her first thing was she came out and she said, "You guys want me to dance?" And, <laughs> and she said, like, "Was like, yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and she was like, "Do you want me to take off all my clothes?" And we're like, "Yeah." <laughs> uh, no one was ashamed uh, and screaming. Yeah, it was. What Palm City Beach or what was that? Uh, Panama Beach, Panama Panama Beach, City Beach. Okay, yeah, it's too many names, too many words for one city. Yeah, are you a city or a beach? Pick one (laughs) or a canal. (laughs) Uh, But on and this this match was super fast. Yeah, this match is maybe three minutes long. Mm -hmm. Um, And Sean Stasiak won. And therefore did not have to get a tattoo on his body. Mm-hmm. I don't think the stipulation went the other way. I think it was just Sean had to get a tattoo. If oh. he was. He, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Because they would have said something yeah. about like, and Bam Bam. Bam Bam was also covered tattoo. in tattoos. So he wouldn't have cared. No yeah. <laughs> He's like, I already have a tattoo of you on my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It says Sean Stacy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this was over. I thought it was really short, and I thought it was a dumb match. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would give it like a one. Yeah, I was going to say. Not really worth my time or this finale's time. No. Yeah. No, not worth it. Um, next was William Regal came into Vince McMahon's office mm-hmm. and just wanted to make sure Vince McMahon was really going to buy WCW because yeah. it was kind of a trash pit. Yeah. Again, coming in and just talking about how WCW is trash. Are you sure you want to buy this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Vince McMahon was, you know, happy that Regal had his back, but said, no, I'll buy, mm-hmm. I'm going to buy him. Um, then we cut to diamond Dallas page uh, on maybe a beach. Was, I mean, a green screen, of course, but mm-hmm. <laughs> something. But he was remembering WCW and thanking the fans mm-hmm. and uh, just hinting at well, where does DDP go from here? Yeah. Unclear. Unclear. We'll never know. Yeah. But kind of cool to just kind of have a send off from one of your characters like that. Yeah. He, he must have, for whatever reason, couldn't wrestle that night or something. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't. He just wasn't a champion, but and they didn't have. I like. I kind of wish we had more of those. Like we didn't see like any of the other big stars of the time, like Goldberg or. Yeah, they mentioned Goldberg, and that was it. Like, where mm-hmm. was Goldberg? Yeah. Weird. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, right after that, then Vince was on the phone mm-hmm. again, and really all he just said is, "It's just about that time." Mm-hmm. So we knew next time we saw Vince, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, but before that, we have. Two more matches. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was the Cruiserweight Tag Team. Uh, yeah, the Cruiserweight Tag Team match against the champions Primetime and Kid Romeo mm-hmm. versus the Filthy Animals who won back earlier in the episode. Yeah, the high-flying superstars that yeah. we said. It blows my mind how many of these tag teams we saw that just didn't have like a tag team name. It's just like this guy and this guy. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Like, I... You, especially for that time like a lot of the tag teams are just like hey it's two fucking like hip-hop <laughs> dudes or it's two asians you know or like and they had some names. sort of gimmick yeah yeah and they had names <laughs> three count and young dragon yeah uh yeah well i mean and weirdly enough kidman and ray mysterio who are like obviously out of all of the tag teams we saw the most recognizable singles people yeah at yeah all. That, like you would recognize them by their single names and they had a, a name yeah they had a tag team <laughs> they had a tag team name <laughs> um so yeah that that happened they they uh they wrestled mm-hmm. and joe who do you think won 
Uh, I mean, good guys, right? It's <laughs> yeah, gotta be. Of course. <laughs> so the Filthy Animals won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, it was a pretty good match. Again, because, you know, Rey Mysterio and Kidman yeah. um, are amazing. Um, I would say, yeah, for me, not as not as great as the, the three-way, just because the three-way was just like nuts from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but we rated that one. I rated that a four and a half. You rated the three-way a five. Mm-hmm. So I would rate this one a four. Yeah. Just below it. Yeah, I'd put it at a four. Okay. All right, we're in agreement. <laughs> um, and then we got a little bit of a really quick Sting promo. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you know I'm going to fight Ric Flair tonight. I'm Sting. Yeah. And you should know about Sting at this point. He's now, he looks like the crow. Yeah, uh, he is the crow. He's black and white face paint and like a black like leather trench coat <laughs> yeah much less much less of uh he he lost his bright superhero mm-hmm. color coding yeah mm-hmm. lost it along i don't know what the happened 90s man the 90s happened yeah he's seen some things <laughs> <laughs> um and then really quick before we end we had to have one more commercial for aol because <laughs> version six is out it's out there and you can sign up today mm-hmm. um i used to go to my friend spencer's house and use his aol <laughs> My family wouldn't, good AOL. wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> uh, then we get Vince in the hallway because he's walking somewhere. Yeah. Just but, getting ready. But before we find out where Vince goes, mm-hmm. we have to go for the main event, which is Ric Flair versus Sting mm-hmm. in a Legends match. Yeah, you know, just one last just, time. Just one last ride. A bookend from the beginning because they had a match on the premiere. Very first match ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and last match ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ric Flair was for some reason wearing a shirt. Yeah. I don't know why that bugs me, but it does. Ric Flair, normally he just wears, you know, your wrestling trunks that you picture wrestling dudes in. And he's not exactly, or like he was pretty jacked in like the 80s and 70s. But even um, in like the first episode, he was like an like a, a waning, sagging old man. Already. Yeah, 1995, he looked like a former wrestler, but still wearing trunks. Um, and then here by 2001, um, he's now self-conscious and wearing yeah, a t-shirt. Yeah, he's wearing a t-shirt. It just has like the look of like a guy who's wearing a t-shirt at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at this point, if you're uh, going to be like in your 60s or 50s mm-hmm. or however old he was, and you're going to wrestle, uh, and you've been wrestling shirtless your entire life, I think you just own it because everyone's like, Why? he's so old, how is he doing this? Yeah. Or like, or wear pants, too. I feel like what makes it weird is he's wearing like little like wrestling trunks. Yeah, it's like almost like he was like teasing a porky pig. Yeah. <laughs> he's like <laughs> wearing these like kind of almost tidy whities but they're blue, um, and then a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's um, just not quite Winnie the Poohing it. Right yeah. <laughs> but I thought this was really cool because they, um, you know, especially with watching it back to back with that match they had at the Mall of America when the show first started, like they did a lot of the same exact spots. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of was a direct like reference back to that first night. And I don't know, even even though uh, we got, got dad at the pool wearing a shirt now mm-hmm. and so seemingly so much older even though it's only been six years mm-hmm. uh i feel like they executed everything better and it was yeah. just a better match yeah than it was, the first it was one good um yeah he's got a lot of the old like same tricks of like being a weasley kind of guy um and like just the crowd was just hyped for it because they knew it was the last thing of the night and you know these are two like icons of wcw 
Um, it's just there's no bigger way to send off this type of show, like by just having your biggest. Well, they could have had a wedding. You could have had a wedding between Sting and uh, Sting and Sting and Rick Sting Flair. Flair could have got married. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been pretty big. Um, but I guess this is kind of a wrestling version of a of a wedding. Yeah, pretty just much wrestle <laughs> and have the two biggest people do it. Yeah, now, I guess to be fair, they did. They wrestled Sting one, um, and then they um, like they shook hands and like hugged mm-hmm. uh, in a show of sportsmanship. And yes. And love, I guess. Love of wrestling. Sportsmanship and love. <laughs> Ric Flair and Sting. Yeah, so it's kind of like a wedding. Together forever. <laughs> uh, and then, so the wrestling is now over, but there's one more thing, finally. Mm-hmm. What is Vince McMahon up to? Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes to the ring. In, oh, so they cut to, they're, in, they're now, they're cutting to WWF Raw. Yeah, again, you're still watching... WCW TV, you're on, on, TNT. You're watching on TNT, yeah. But it cuts to the feed of WWF Raw on TNN, mm-hmm. and then it's uh, Vince McMahon. Well, first it cuts to it, and he's like walking up the ramp as if he's walking away from the ring. Yeah, yeah. And then his music like turns back on, and then he turns back around and walks down to the ring. Yeah, <laughs> as if like their timing was totally off. Or yeah, something. it looked like he was just kind of vamping, like walking up and down, waiting for his entrance. Yeah so that was kind of funny Mm -hmm. um but then he you know he gets into the ring and for god he talked for such a long time i felt like yeah he i mean he just kept going like uh i could do i could do this with wcw or i could do that with wcw like he could put it on the shelf and then he was talking about using all the stars and then he just named like like what 10 wcw wrestlers and did like a thumbs up thumbs down with the crowd yeah at that point it really seemed like he was vamping i wonder if they were working out some sort of time again <laughs> yeah because he just kept naming guys and he's like this guy thumbs up thumbs down and yeah. like, wait for the crowd to cheer yeah and so he did that a bunch um and then so then it was kind of like maybe he's gonna like oh are they gonna wrestle you know mm-hmm. and then he was like no i'm gonna shelf everything wcw sucks yeah they begged me to buy it i bought it and i'm gonna put it away which again like this is like (coughs) pretty real of like he had bought the company and people don't know what's going to happen to um the company as a whole and the people who work there and wrestle there don't know if they have jobs right he's like on tv just kind of being like uh maybe i'll just fire everybody (laughs) yeah yeah and he literally was like i would i almost went down there to panama beach city canal Mm -hmm. in florida (laughs) and said you're fired to everyone's faces yeah and i didn't do that but i could (laughs) have and then but he also made it very clear at some point he's like the deal's not technically done Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. it's it's 100 percent done Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as far as i'm concerned yeah because they're begging me to do it. But then mm-hmm. his hubris led him to like saying Ted Turner was going to come walk down to the ring in, at WrestleMania like the next weekend. Yeah, yeah. The WrestleMania so. was that upcoming weekend. Um, and I'm going to make them come down and like give me the contract and sign it in front of them or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and then Vince McMahon's music hit. But wait a minute. It was Shane McMahon's music. Yeah. <laughs> And it wasn't in Cleveland. Where was it, Joe? It was actually in Panama City Beach Canal. (laughs) (laughs) Florida. Um, So, yeah, his music hits and uh, Shane's walking to the ring 
where and the WCW set. And uh, well, <laughs> and Vince goes, "Where are you, Shane?" <laughs> yeah, like, like where are you? Like as as if they had put a they they hooked into a some other live feed on the on the Titan Tron thing. <laughs> yeah, did you buy a different wrestling company? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um. So yeah. So Shane walks to the ring and like cuts a promo at Vince. I, I should give some context here that we're like five days from WrestleMania. And Vince and Shane, his son, have a match like scheduled at WrestleMania because of some feud that they have ongoing mm-hmm. um, that, yeah, involves a lot of their family. Like they're both like um, the family's taking sides. Yeah. Like um, the the daughter, Stephanie, and the mom, Linda, are both going to be at ringside. And like they've built up this feud that has nothing to do with WCW, but like this thing just happened to happen. So they decided to include WCW as part of the like TV show feud that they have going on. Um, So yeah, Shane shows up at WCW um, and makes the announcement. This is a kind of a, so now, so now by the way, we're uh watching the live, (laughs) (laughs) right? We're, we're watching TNT. Uh Um, (laughs) This is really funny. (laughs) We're watching TNT WCW Monday Nitro, Uh watching the live feed of WWF Raw on TNN. Uh Now watching the WCW feed because because we're still hearing the Raw commentators now. Yes, yeah. Like you're watching TN. You are watching TNT. Vince McMahon is on your TV on TNN in Cleveland, and he's watching a screen. (laughs) <laughs> where he's seeing Shane McMahon walk onto a ring in WCW. Yeah. Like just the levels of like TV We're going like on. five levels deep. <laughs> it's like inception. Um, but yeah, so Shane comes out and he, um, you know, cuts this like promo saying, um, and this is kind of a famous meme now in like the wrestling world of like, um, you like got cocky and, uh, the deal with WCW is done, but the name on the contract doesn't say, or it does say McMahon, but it doesn't say Vince McMahon. It says Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. And the yeah, the twist is that Shane went behind his dad's back and bought WCW, um, and he's kind of hyping up the crowd as if like, um, like we're gonna bring WCW back and like make it like make uh, WCW great again. Yeah, we're going to make WCW great <laughs> again and like we're both going to kick my dad's ass. Yeah. Um and the crowd in like in Florida are like loving it. Yeah, they they did not hate that idea. Yeah. Um and then that's like then then credits roll. That's the end. That's the <laughs> that's end. It, yeah. And that's the end of WCW Nitro. Yeah, Vince McMahon looks shocked. Oh my um, god, his shocked face is so good. <laughs> he has like a dimple on his chin when he's shocked. I don't know how that happens. He looks like a cartoon dog that just saw a squirrel. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, that's how the show ends. Um, Wild. I mean, forever. Yeah, forever. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Um, that's not where the story ends, listeners. But Yeah. Because that's um, like coming cutting back to the real world. Um, what had happened was um, the show didn't get canceled. The WCW show didn't get canceled because like the ratings were so poor or it was super expensive. Like most TV shows are like, they could have kept kept going with this WCW Monday Nitro forever. They had lost, um, the ratings war with WWF. Um, but there was, it was still like a show that was watched every week and they could produce pretty cheaply. Right. Um, they would maybe have to downsize a little bit, but they could have kept going. 
the reason it got canceled was because there was new ownership at, there was a merger between like Time Warner um, and AOL um, that had controlled. Was this version six that did this? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why we had all these (laughs) 6.0 commercials. Um, But yeah, so they controlled programming on at TBS and TNT and the new ownership didn't want to have wrestling on, on their channels anymore because it didn't feel right. Um, So they, Want, they were going to cancel the TV show and then sell off the rights to WCW. Um, and that's when the value of WCW just like shot way down because if you don't have a TV show, like all you have is just like the names of some wrestlers, their and, wrestling and contracts. And arenas like, to play at maybe, but how long does that last without yeah. a TV show? And, and then you have um, just like a bunch of videotape of old wrestling shows. Yeah. And so that's what Vince McMahon actually bought on like a deep discount because no one else is going to buy a bunch of wrestlers contracts if you don't have a TV contract. But like him having the only big wrestling TV show in town, like he can make use of that stuff. So um, that's how the deal went down. Um, And then after this finale, um, Monday Nitro never came back. They, uh, I think they had toyed around with the idea of like, um, you know, maybe doing like a Tuesday night WCW show that was separate and wouldn't compete with the WWF stuff, but right. it just wasn't feasible. They brought over, um, because they had the contracts of some WCW wrestlers, they brought over um, a bunch of those guys into WWF. Some of them were successful. Some of them were not. But like another weird thing was that a lot of the bigger names um, like I think Hulk Hogan included and then I think also like Kevin Nash and maybe even Goldberg too. Uh, but they, what was weird is like their contracts were with um, like they're with the TV network. Like they had a contract with like TNT and TBS and not WCW. Okay. And so like those were not part of the purchase. So like for Goldberg, that's why it like took years for him to like come back over um to WWF because it wasn't part of the original deal. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that part. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So the, the show essentially ended there, even though they kind of leave on a note of like, maybe we'll WCW will keep going, but it was all just like a farce. It was never, <laughs> it was never going to happen. It was never actually going to happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and so you're going to have to keep, uh, keep watching raw now. Yeah. Listeners <laughs> and find to, out. To continue. Find it's just, happened. it's like, it, imagine if like, the finale of Mad Men like had like characters from Game of Thrones show up and being like, we own this like advertising company now. <laughs> it's now part of Asgard or whatever. <laughs> wow. Asgard's in there too. <laughs> Is that Lord of the Rings? That's or... uh, Thor. That's Thor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's part of this universe too now. Yeah. Uh, that'd be wild. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's yeah. It's bonkers. It's literally maybe one of the, uh, in a stupid way. And if anyone's still listening, thank you. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, we should probably be this learned about every TV show <laughs> yeah. we watch. People are like, oh my God, they actually know their shit. Yeah. Hey, uh, hit us up at FNL podcast. If you want us to become a wrestling podcast, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll we... just, we'll just tell Jimmy when he gets back that we're doing wrestling now. Yeah. Hey, I mean, ring of honor just ended, right? We can, Oh, did yeah? Jesus, <laughs> yeah, first we could, shutting down. We could first last that now. <laughs> Danhausen was ringing honor. I'll see that. Um, did the cat? Did the cat just fall? 
Uh, she's practicing her uh, like <laughs> high flying moves. She watched a little bit too much Rey Mysterio Jr. It's a cat on a box, and she just like hit the ground three boxes high, and she seems confused too. <laughs> All right, <laughs> how move. did I get here? Uh, but yeah, it's cra- it, it's crazy. I I was like, oh, we're gonna watch wrestling tonight. It'll be fun. Yeah, and and I'm like, holy crap, so much happened. Yeah, you kind of forget that that happened like that. You'll you'll never see anything like quite like that ever again in TV. Yeah, because it it's such a weird blend of actual reality and fake things mm-hmm. that are like what? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just the balls on Vince McMahon to put that together to put together this simulcast and then wrap in the real life scenario into whatever weird gimmick they already have going on for WrestleMania. Essentially, this was just like the finale of WCW was just a big promo for wrestlemania the next week <laughs> right <laughs> well and it's working because i want to watch that wrestlemania really bad now <laughs> yeah i think it's one of the it was, it was wrestlemania 17 and i think that's considered one of the best i think i know why <laughs> it's pretty cool yeah um we should do our predictions mm-hmm. and then get done with this podcast yeah <laughs> that sounds like a great plan all right cool so mine were um we get some tables Mm-hmm. But yeah, there wasn't. I thought there might have been maybe a hardcore match or something, but there was not. I was I not a the, surprise about that. I guess the tattoo match was the hardcore match. I guess, yeah. Uh, nothing really hardcore about that match. But <laughs> uh, number two, I think there was some sort of sexist women's match, and there was just that Stacy, uh, Stacy Keebler stuff. But mm-hmm. that uh, wasn't quite what I was looking at. Yeah, women are definitely objects, but they didn't wrestle. So. Yeah, no, no objects wrestled in this <laughs> in this one. Um, I got one point for a title change. Mm-hmm. There's multiple title changes. Yeah. Uh, and then I thought Ric Flair was going to do it for me, but there was no blood. Yeah. So I'm going to take one point. All right. And a lot of enjoyment out Not of tonight. Bad. Yeah. Um, I had that there's a clip show, which in one of the vignettes, they just did a, like a clip of champions of the past. Um, yeah, that's I would, definitely clips. Yeah. I'd count yeah. that as a clip show. That was, it was a long time. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't short. Mm-hmm. Um, I said sting cries, which he, he got close. He had that match with Ric Flair and they, you know, they were definitely soaking in the moment of this is the end of WCW and they, the announcers made a big deal about how sting had never left WCW, even though he's a huge star. Um, it was close, but he did not cry. Did not see his his face paint smear from crying. <laughs> no, no, he he held it together. But I bet he was close. Yeah. Um, I said the show ends with a ton of pyro. Um, which I was, I was close on that because the show started with a ton of pyro. <laughs> yeah, they let it loose at the beginning. Like it was an outdoor arena, um, and this beach, and it was just like fireworks going up into the air. But um, then we were watching a show inside of a show inside of a show at <laughs> yeah. the end, so it was kind of hard. They, to they know. couldn't have done the pyro. Yeah. Then, so. Uh, no point for that. Uh, and then I said um, five dead wrestlers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which it, it, which had me, I thought I would recognize a lot of, more of the wrestlers. So I could be like, oh yeah, that guy's dead for sure. But I just recognized fewer of them than I had realized. So I was Googling each wrestler as they came up as they were introduced for the matches. <laughs> it's the um, weirdest thing to try to figure out. Yeah. And there, I came up with three that had died. Um, was there only three? Just three. Wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, th- only three that had died, and all three definitely gone too soon. But um, I-, I said five, so not quite there. So only one point then? I think no points. I thought you. Got, oh, I had the montage. You get the montage. Yeah, yeah, one point. Yep. So all right. Well, you know, hey, it's one more point, and you know, happy to share this with you, Joe. Yeah. 
really, it was uh, it was honestly much more enjoyable than I, I could even have thought it was going to be watching yeah. those two episodes especially just like you know people's impressions of wcw is just that it was just like a shit company and like they got lucky in the middle but like um they didn't really know what they were doing but at least for this first and last like pretty solid wrestling shows yeah and i mean obviously yeah that last one was good which is mm-hmm. good and the first one was it was pretty good too for 45 minutes a lot of wrestling mm-hmm uh okay well hey that's gonna do it for this long one thank you <laughs> thank you listeners for listening if you're still with us uh if you want to give us show show suggestions or tell us to become a wrestling podcast podcast i can talk podcast. we've been talking for a really long time <laughs> um you can at f and l podcast on the gmail or on the twitter we'll be back next week for another one goodbye <laughs>